0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 65 of the zest Show. Back at it again. Another week of a fun-filled, um, you know, a fun-filled NBA season. It's been great so far. There's always something to talk about just when you think you know, it's going to become stagnant or something like that. There's always some incoming breaking news. Um, So I'm always glad to share that with you guys and give um, our take on that as well, too. But before we get into uh, today's topic, I just want to rehash on episode 64. So on episode 64 of the Caesars show, Obviously, my co-host here, Trey, was back with me again. And, you know, we talked about week two in the NBA. So, um, Steph Curry's injury, Luca versus Braun, KD's first take interview that he had um, was with Stephen A. Smith and Max Cameron, and Molly Karam, um, And much, much more. So, great week. Some more things have happened, like I said. So, uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's make some noise for my co-host,
1: Trey. You already know what's going on. Coming off a strong homecoming weekend. I'm not sure how, like how y'all f- figured it out, how y'all fared out. But coming off a strong homecoming weekend, man, there was a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of lazy eyes here and there. <laughs> I saw a lot of stumbling, a lot of conversations that we probably don't remember. But hey, big ups to you if you enjoyed yourself over the last weekend, you know, if you're enjoying life in general. But you already know what's going on. It's trade Day all day. I'm here with Sir Seasus and we're about to get it in. Yes sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But so even before we get into today's topics, man, you you had tryouts. So
0: rehash with the audience about what exactly the team name is, what you're doing, and how tryouts went.
1: Oh, so, uh, bet I am at um, New Community School, which is a school in the area, um, the greater Richmond area. Um, and you know, given the first kind of keys to the boat, I guess, uh, me and uh, my good friend AJ, uh, me being his assistant coach, and being the head coach, just to kind of evaluate talent, um, put kids in the right space. Um, it's not no Division One feeder basketball school. It's not the top prep school in the country by any means, but it's a middle school, and I'm just in really excited to influence, you know, the youth and give back from a basketball means and a life means because I've been doing a little bit of stuff at 23, and they, have you know, are going through stuff being preteens and, uh, you know, progressing in their young adult life as well. So I'm really excited, thankful for thankful for the opportunity, and, hey, I'm ready to rock. You already know. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Keep me updated. Whenever you guys have games, let me know. I will sure. pull
0: up and show all the love. Sure. But are you ready for today's hottest topics? You already know what's going all on. All right, seven Let's get it. So the biggest thing in the NBA that's that's been brought up, that's been hitting the news, the headlines, whatever you want to call it, is this two-word... Term called load management. Um, so many of you guys who don't know what load management is, apparently load management is essentially when uh, you can't play because you're putting the whole city on your back. <laughs> 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 and I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard. So obviously, guys, you know, uh, to take you guys back to memory lane, Kawhi Leonard missed, um, not last season, but the season before, only played nine games, and he basically had a quad injury that was mishandled. He was misdiagnosed with San Antonio Spurs training and um, health team and whatnot. From there, he went to get a second opinion. There was a rift between the Spurs organization, his camp, what was going on, decided not to play, and ended up getting traded, going to Toronto, went to Toronto, better environment, obviously won a championship, but throughout that span, he only played sixty games, and he was on some load management recovery, so it was kind of different because he was coming from nursing that quad <laughs> injury. But at the same time, he wasn't a- he wasn't able to play back to backs. Um, so, luckily for the Toronto Raptors, they're a pretty well oiled machine as well too. Yeah. Had Nick Nurse, who's a proven coach, I, I would say at this point in time, um, and also they're in the Eastern Conference, so he was able to set out those games and you know let the team play the weaker um, you know weaker teams within that back to back as well too. So. Basically, this year, um, when it was NBA media availability, media day or whatever, um, he got asked by one of the reporters, they were like, well, you seem a little bit fully healthy. Do you see yourself playing more games, um, back to back?" He said, you know, for sure, I feel uh, very, very healthy, and I'm more than likely going to be playing more than 60 games this year. Obviously, you know, there's injuries to take into consideration as well, too. So uh, he missed his first back-to-back against the, I can't remember the team name. Um, He missed his first back-to-back. I don't know if it was the, I can't can't remember the name of the team. Don't worry about it. Oh, against Utah, I think. I think against Utah, no. Who did he miss his first game against? I can't remember. Anyways, he missed one back-to-back game due to load management. Um, I really wasn't too mad because I already know what was going on. And then after that, he missed a game um, against the Bucks. So basically, with the back-to-back with the Bucks, it's going to be the Bucks. I think Monday night. And then who did he lose to? Was it the Nuggets? It may have been. The, no, that's preseason. Let me see. Spurs, Clippers, Hornets. It's whatever game they lost. No, they they lost to this. uh Yeah. charge to the game. charge to the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. It don't even matter at this point. But anyways, they. They so basically they had a back-to-back night. I think both televised games. One was against the Bucks, and then the other one uh, was against the Blazers. So Spurs, Jazz,
1: Bucks, Blazers. It's been the last mm-hmm. four games. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah. So Bucks, Bucks, Blazers. Um. Everyone was in t- Obviously, it's a it's a it's a t it's a nationally televised game. So people were waiting to see um the rematch with Giannis versus Kawhi because <laughs> I, I obviously. Giannis was the um, past Finals MVP. Yeah. Ha- they had the overall best record in the entire NBA and the Eastern Conference. They made each other in Conference Finals. Giannis and his team were up 2-0. Kawhi and the Raptors snatched so soul. Built that wall. Couldn't do anything about it. The game got exposed, and that was that. So people, the fans, wanted to see them go back at it and you know, let people remind you why I'm the Finals MVP. Let people remind you why i'm you know the regular season mvp and how i got a chip on my shoulder i'm trying to prove everybody wrong as well too didn't play people caught slack um and it's just been a whole frenzy around the whole league you even have people like uh Giannis who even took a little bit of shots he said i can't speak to what other teams or what other players do i want to play um the three-time all-star to yahoo sports if i don't get my work in I don't feel good unto the Kopo Toyota Sports like Michael Jordan said, hard work eliminates fear. If you don't harvest your technique, you don't feel good, you're not getting a rhythm. So I always like going back at night and getting some extra shots. It's a battle I'm trying to get in the gym. I'm trying to get better. I've got a lot of room to grow. LeBron James came out and said if I'm not hurt, then I'm playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then James Harris said if I'm hurt, of course I won't play. If I'm a little banged up, I push through to a certain extent. Then he said have you ever seen me not play because of load management that kind of scoffed at it? Um, so, a lot of Sheesh. players are taking shots at that because, you know, at the end of the day, you're kind of collecting a check. And I kind of agree um, to a certain extent because, from a fan standpoint, you definitely want to see, you want to get your money's worth. And I can speak on it um, from two, I can speak on it from a fan standpoint. So, for example, uh, I'm a Spurs fan. You guys already know that. I went to a Spurs game back when the Big Three was still there. Nice. And, um, I got to see Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, and Tim Duncan at Washington D.C. with my boy Sterling and my brother. And Kawhi didn't play. This was because he was injured. So he had a broken finger at that point in time. And I think that was the year they actually won the championship. Um, and then fast forward to last year when he went to when he got traded to the Raptors. I went to a Wizards game as well too, and it was a back-to-back game, and he didn't play. Um, I was pretty pissed because they didn't let they didn't let the fans or the buying the buying people, members or whatever, the purchases, they didn't let them know until like, I think a couple hours before the game started and I already had purchased my ticket as well too. The game still ended up being good. I got to see glimpses of whatever, but it's like, damn, from a fan standpoint, you're kind of blown. And then when you have from a player standpoint, well, I feel like the reason why he's not playing is I think he actually does have some form of injury Um That's kind of lingering, because if you look at his past injury history, um, besides that ankle being rolled and whatnot, he's always been battling those quad injuries. So maybe he probably just he probably can play back to backs, but he doesn't want to risk risk it. And he probably gets a lot of treatment afterwards as well, too. Um, And then you got to honestly blame people like Coach Pop. Coach Pop was one of the OGs who you know, handled load management with Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobi and Tony Parker. But the thing that was different about them was he was trying to preserve them not only for the playoffs, but they were kind of a little pat like, towards the end of their prime, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. on their way out. And that's what he used to do as well, too. Um, but what are your thoughts on this whole load management issue? Do you think the league should take notice of it? But at the same time, I feel like it's honestly just for Kawhi. No one else is really taking time off like that unless they're actually hurt or whatever. But what are your thoughts on the whole, you know, load management thing?
1: Every morning I break my legs and every afternoon I break my arms. At night I lie awake in agony until my heart attacks put me to sleep. <laughs> where are they selling chocolate? But um, so, like, if y'all know that that's the SpongeBob episode where the Shotty they were they were faking, right? They were just faking, like, yo, like <laughs> you remember, yeah, yeah. But the grandma, With the grandma. Yeah. they were they was Captain, they were capping ease, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but and then and they were talking about that from a physical standpoint. What I really think is that we haven't seen a player take this approach to his health before, yeah. and we might be more mad at the mindset than we are at the player because Kawhi's proven. Kawhi's won plenty. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have much to prove. It's not about Kawhi's legacy because he's put old people on his back and played with a team that was good. You know, They're a little bit older, but they were a good big three. He's put a new team on his back. He's carrying the Clippers right now. He's carrying the city of LA, the part that's not carried by... Anthony Davis and LeBron James and uh. supporting Cass and Danny Green. But, like, bruh, like, I just, you know, there were some shots taken, but in my mind, the back of my mind, you you play devil's advocate. is like, well, maybe you guys are saying that because you might not be as good as Kawhi. I don't, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, he, he's kind of like a little a big brother in them. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, let me, it's getting that one on one. I'm trying to run it back. I'm trying to, it's like, nah, nah, nah. Like, I'm not going to play today. Mm-hmm. Then, then he finally comes out. The next day, you know, if you, you didn't shot all day the day before, you're like, oh, I'm about to get you. He signs you, you again. But he signs <laughs> you again. My guy. My guy. you like what? Bro, I, had a, I have a friend named John, named John Treehorn, right? And John used to take me. We used to go back near Shore Drive near Virginia, Westland. And John's about maybe five years older than me at best. Okay. He went to uh Western Branch in Noco, down in the Cinco. And John would take me out. Like, John we would hang out. He would get me better at basketball. But John, every time we would finish working out, we do some drills and stuff like that. I would be a little bit hurting and stuff. But I'll be right. Like, I'm about to get John today. John would bust my ass, my guy. And I'm like, I'm talking like, bro, like John's probably six three. I'm six one, six two. John's six three, six four. And John's just good defense, Trey. Splash. Good defense, Trey. Splash. Good defense, Trey. Splash. Now, John wasn't taking me out every day. You know what I'm saying? I'd have to wait like me like a week before me and John would get back together. It might be two days, then like a week off. But I'm like, all right, I am gonna get John again. All right. I done put the shots up, I didn't do everything. And and I'm I'm relating this to, to a low management standpoint because you're not seeing this person every single day. You're not gonna get them on demand. One, because they they are at a higher plane, they're at a higher playing field. And if somebody Is trying to decide a way to take care of their body we've never seen before. I can't really be mad at that. I can't be mad at that at all because people break down in their mid-30s, you know what I'm saying, all the time. And Kawhi wants to play for a long time. He takes care of his body. He's top three easily in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And for us to come and say, oh, well, he should be playing back-to-back games probably shouldn't keep it a stack. Why am I gonna sick him on these low ass teams, like these low level teams, just to play let's get the big games. Let's win championships rather than you playing the back to back on games. We probably just don't need you. Young boys can be getting their stats and you could be relaxing and icing and we could win championship after championship after championship. Cause lo and behold, it's gonna come down to he has to play LeBron James and AD probably in the Western Conference Finals or maybe even the Houston Rockets, you know? And he can't play if he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Or if he has a nagging injury. So if, if it all works out for the greater good, by any means, my guy, get get your rest, get your money, you're
0: exactly and that and that's and that's what it is. It's the bigger picture. At the end of the day, what do the fans, what do the media, what do what does everyone else judge these players off of? Wins yeah. and losses, those wins and losses are championships or not. Yeah, that's you know hype. So if that's what the end product is then it shouldn't really matter if you take off a couple games, you know what I'm
1: saying? On back to back, on back to
0: backs against a lower tier team, you know, there's a chance that I'm gonna be mad, but I'm mm. not. I'm not gonna be too mad because the experience is gonna be well. It's gonna be great too.
1: Just let the fans know. Let um, the fans know in let advance. The
0: fans know, and I kind of, me and Austin kind of copped our uh, Clippers Wizards tickets last week. They're playing on December the eighth, and I think that is a back to back. So Kawhi's they play the playing. Wizards and then they play the Pacers. I'm I'm hoping since he hasn't, he didn't play last year, he had, he kind of remembers that and just plays against them. Hopefully, if not, then at least PG will probably be there because he's supposed to be back this upcoming Wednesday. We'll talk about that a little later as well, too. Um, But yeah, like I said, bigger picture, it is what it is. And honestly, he probably picked Portland over the Bucs because he's saying, yo, in the playoffs, more than likely we're going to play against them, potentially in the first round matchup. So let me, it's a mind game. Let me go against the West team. So everybody stop being mad. At the end of the day, do your research. It's very rare, and at the end of the day, too. Like, even if you buy tickets in advance to watch a game, let's say, for example, we're gonna talk about this later too. Gordon Hayward gets hurt, and that's your favorite player. You want to watch? Like, you can't do nothing about that. So, at all. it really just depends. Um, like I said, load management is something that we're gonna um, continue to, you know, be monitoring um, as the weeks go by and the days go by and whatnot. But. That that is what it is at the end of the day. Oh God. Oh God. Um. So Phoenix Suns are off to a hot start right now, man. They're six and three Sizzling. in the Western Conference. I think they're fifth right now. Um, and, it's young. And, and it's crazy, like what Monty Williams has has been able to do. Um, yeah, he's killing it, bro. I, if you would have told me that the Phoenix Suns would have a better record than the Golden State Warriors. I would have been like, hell no! This what are you season. talking about? Wellin. But man, um, they got depth. They play together and they play defense, and that's what I like yeah. about it as well too. And then you have a guy that, uh, with Devin Booker who finally has a point guard who isn't the best but can get the job done in Joe Ricky Chris. Rubio. Um, so basically, he's I able think able to Ricky Rubio's a good point guard. I think I think he's good. Not too. best in the league. Not but. the best in the league,
1: but. Very he's efficient. a he's starting caliber point guard. Very efficient. Um, but
0: you got a guy you got a guy, guy, with Ricky Rubio, um, who is everything you need in a point guard, honestly, mm-hmm. especially for Devin Booker's skill set. So it makes the game easier for him, opens up the game for him, too. And then you got Aaron Baines, who I guess is kind of a blessing in disguise, the fact that DeAndre Ayton's not even back yet. He's not even back but yet. But his ability he to stretch the drugs. Floor, um, just makes it even better for them, but... <laughs> Um, do you think this is gonna last? Do you think they're gonna make the playoff? Just tell me how you feel about um, you know, your Phoenix Suns. Not your Phoenix no, Suns, my, my Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. My Phoenix Suns,
1: Western Horizon. But um I think it's a young season. They're playing really well. They got some good pieces. And again, DeAndre A is not even back, which could be a good thing in disguise, you know, um, him being one of their best players and I just think this kind of comes down to like down the stretch because, you know, teams turn it on going towards either the All-Star break a little bit after the All-Star break because that's really playoff basketball time, like right before and after the All-Star break. Um, but I think the Suns have a good little resume for like the bottom of that West that, you know, anything can happen. Uh, and let's
0: think about I, it. Sorry for cutting you off, but, yeah. um, but they beat – they lost to the, – so when they lost their games, they lost to the Suns by – I mean by the the Nuggets by one point okay. they beat the Clippers, okay. they lost to the Utah Jazz by one point, beat the Warriors, beat uh, the Grizzlies, beat the seventy
1: sixes, um, lost to and their point average is literally like a good one ten, like yeah. they're averaging like one hundred and ten points yeah. a game.
0: And a lot of these teams they're beating are like pretty like they're playoff picture teams right yeah. now. But anyways, keep going. Sorry I, you off. No, out. no, I
1: could, I could I could round them out at the bottom of the West. I mean, if I kick the Pelicans out. Uh, Warriors are definitely out. Warriors out. Put the Mavs and them in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then in the perennial powers already. But I think the Mavs and them are. If we're talking kind of like NCAA basketball. Uh, the last four are in. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think I could put the Suns in there. Right? How? Based on how they're playing. Uh, I have to create a, a better list a little bit later. But the the way they're averaging points is literally like a Mike Dan. Anthony system like that's yeah, tough so mm-hmm. I fuck with it heavy so hey yeah. okay cool where do you, where do you think they finish um
0: in the west uh, when it's all said and done and then yeah 7 or 8 7 or 8 yeah, yeah. i said they get the 8 seed uh give you know whoever the 1 seed is probably like the lakers or the rockets a little scare yeah um and yeah we'll see what goes from there and I, and I i think uh you know devin you know since Steph curry and klay thompson and kd are all out, you know, that opens up two spots for All-Stars in the West. And I think Devin Booker is definitely going to be that person that gets that backcourt spot. Yeah. And as far as the front court, um, I guess Luke is the backcourt too, right? He's the backcourt, yeah. Backcourt. Yeah. So those are two spots that open up as well too. 6'7". Six, 6'7". Six, 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 so Miami Heat, man. Um, Deion Wade wages experienced a panic attack on yeah. the team's charter flight Thursday night after consuming a THC-infused edible, so sources told ESPN. <laughs> so, apparently, waiters received medical treatment after the plane landed in L.A. following his victory over the Phoenix Suns. So, waiters waiter was listed as out for the Friday night's game against the Lakers because of illness and did not attend the game. Waiters missed the game in Phoenix because of a stomach ache and was seeking relief when he took an edible he was unfamiliar with, sources said. League rules prohibit the use of THC, one the main compounds in cannabis, the heat declined to comment. Waiters flew back to Miami with the heat on Saturday. Um, the Andy Slater Show first reported that waiters had a reaction to Gummies on Friday, and then the Heat suspended waiters for their season opener last month for kind of detrimental to the team um, after he expressed frustration about his role in the team as well, too. Took it to social media as well, too. Um, so he's going to be suspended for the next 10 games. Um, and since he's suspended for the next 10 games, he's going to be losing um, about $1.2 million in contract bonus if he misses the, the four games of the season, which he will. Um, but he's still going to be owed $24 million. Um, what are your thoughts on Dion Waiters Idiot. taking an edible, like out of all things. I get you in LA and weed and all that, but like... Idiot. You got a job to do. But yeah, tell me how you feel about That's this. idiotic,
1: movie. dog. That's idiotic, <laughs> my guy. Take some NyQuil if you have anxiety on a plane, or maybe we're just being a hot boy. I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know like, bruh, I ain't about to judge you. I ain't about to judge you, but... Dog, edible? And he was already in hot water, like, fell in, like, the physical and stuff Man, like that. Physical, bro. Like, bro, like, I mean, I understand, like, it seems sometimes that when you down bad, stuff keeps going bad and bad, and maybe he's in the valley rather than a mountaintop. But, bro, you can't do, after a while, you just be like, yo, you got to take yourself out of the equation mm-hmm. as far as some dumb some dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, load low, low management from a personal standpoint, when stuff's going wrong, it's like, all right, let me stop making bad decisions because clearly I might have got here from a bad or uninformed decision. Let me take myself out of it. I'm going to make the best decisions I know or mm-hmm. consult with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to some hot boy stuff, I try to run away from some hot boy stuff when I'm down bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And the edible on a plane just sounds like some down bad sh- <laughs> Like You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if that's the pattern, if that's the pattern, you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to go on my work trip and I'm going to be high around my boss and GM on the plane. <laughs> How does that sound, my guy? Like, like, I just, I, I heard, I saw this joint, and you send it to me on Instagram, and I was just like, (laughs) there's some stuff I look at, and there's some stuff I just, I see, and I just like, all right, go back to my timeline, you know, like, damn, she got a good all black dress on, all right, but you know, what I'm saying, it's, it's that, I just had to be like. It sounds like some shit Dion Waiters would do right now because that's your that's that's how they label stuff, bro. And I want you, I want to see people get paid, I want to see you get paid, Dion Waiters. But like, you're not gonna get paid doing that, doing that. You heard me? Like, take some NyQuil next time, my guy. Come on now, That that's wild, bro. And you could be an intricate part to this team. You are a baller, my guy. You're a baller. And I, I don't know if it's like super plain anxiety, but there's so many other drugs that could put you to sleep that's legal and for you not to miss out on. 1.2 million dollars, something you could send me. I could pay my rent and my student loans. You could send that to me and see. Well, you could you could fly out here and be on the podcast, Dion Waiters. But you missing out on 1.2 mil just for an edible that you could have took in the off season or once you was back balling for for real, you could have been high and playing. I don't know, bro. But when the block stops, you gotta cool off. You heard? Um, that that's my two cents on that, bro. That's that's idiotic, and, my and, guy. And what sucks is like.
0: Pat Riley don't take that shit. Like, he don't, don't, don't take yeah, shit yeah. Um, at all. But what what sucks is that like I was very high on Deion Waiters. I felt like he's always been slighted wherever he was at. And he finally got a chance he's to... He's a hooper. Um, yeah, he, he's a hooper. He finally got a chance to... You know kind of prove himself. Obviously, D Way came back, kind of took a reduced role. Um, and obviously, you got the emergence of you know, Tyler Hero, um, mm-hmm. also Jimmy Butler's in the picture, and um, what's his name that went to Duke, Justice Winslow's Winslow, is developing as well, too. Been so, playing point, for it them. seems like, and obviously, he kind of did it to himself, with not you know, fitting the uh, the criteria of what they were looking for as far as like their, their conditioning and yeah, whatnot yeah, as well, yeah. too. So, he kind of brought that upon himself, but it's just like now, damn, my whole thing was like. They're good with their wings slash guards. Yeah. I are. think they're fine. They um, need a big man. They can shop you. That's what I said. All I need is a big for real for real. Um and obviously just building that chemistry, everyone improving. But uh with DI Waiters, I was just like, damn, like if anything Miami is going to try to build you back up. Basically, have trade value and get you to go. Get you they right try to there. trade him, I think, earlier in the season or um, during the offseason. I can't really remember. Nobody but wants him right nobody now. Nobody wants him right now, and you can't really trade for a product you haven't seen on the floor in such a long time as well, too. So they're at a crossroads right now. <laughs> so it's like, what what's going to happen? Do you think they're going to eventually give him another shot, um or do you think you know they're going to eventually because he's oh twenty four mil, I think so. He's probably just going to ride the wave or possibly get his contract bought out. We don't know. And then after that, do you think he's going to eventually, you know, go on another team as well, too? Bruh, NBA... Because a lot of people have been getting... Not a lot of people, but getting, getting X out in the NBA is a thing now.
1: Bruh, elephants never forget, man, as we have seen very recently. And we have seen very blatantly, bruh. If Carmelo Anthony... Can't get a spot on a team, bro. And you messing up like this again, elephants never forget, bro. People in the league actually talk, bro. Even people like I've been around, like, once you get that label, oh, like, he likes the party, doesn't he? It, all that 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 subtle comment that subtle comment and and then you'll have different owners different coaches different DMs. I oh, kind of likes the party man I don't know if we can do them on the team then you'll be playing in the G League you'll be playing overseas but you won't be playing in the league bro cuz all it takes is that one thing mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of basketball going around they put up with a lot of stuff for different superstars as we know but once you get that reputation <laughs> bro and that's anything more once you get that reputation like that it's shoot <laughs> hey it's a rap. You, you written in stone, my guy. So, hey. <laughs> you know what's funny,
0: too? I forgot to talk about. So They said someone on the Miami Heat actually gave him the edibles. <laughs> and Gianna Wade said, I'm not going to stitch and let you know who it is. I'm trying to think who it is. That would be funny if it was Jimmy Butler. It,
1: it's I not like Jimmy. Jimmy Butler would be the time. It's not, it's not time. Jimmy. It's not, it's not Jimmy, dog. Who you think it is? It's not Jimmy. <laughs> who you, Who you think gave him that job? Oh, uh, uh, man.
0: I mean, it's a no snitching policy, but.
1: Tyler T- Tala- Hero gave it to him. Tyler Hero, out of all people,
0: Tyler Hero gave it to him.
1: I'm playing, Tyler Hero. Kelly Olenek? Kelly Olinik. Olin- he definitely like, gave nah, it to him. Nah, I nah, we're nah, we not doing that. ain't going to be cover. Nah. So we off that. We're uh, off that, bro. Anyways. Yeah. Get right, Neon. Come on, bro. We want to see you hooping, dog.
0: If we want to see you hooping. So hopefully, you know, we can bring you back down to earth. Be humble. Learn from your mistakes. Uh, and, you know, just keep doing you, and you will find your way back in either to another team or getting some playing time because you're a pretty damn solid player. I like, you know, what I saw last year, so keep it up. You'll be all right. You're
1: going to China, bro. I
0: ain't say all that. He <laughs> could, though. Um, moving on from there, D'Angelo Russell played against Minnesota, um, and he went off. He had 52 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, um, and he looked great, Um This is the exact reason why the Golden State Warriors brought him in. Um, They're going to trade him too? uh, That's basically where I'm (laughs) going towards again as well too. It kind of sucks because obviously with Draymond Green out, Steph Curry out for a little bit, um, and Klay Thompson basically going for the whole season, he's going to have to uh, be that ball dominant, have to basically create for others and create for himself as well too. So I expect uh, for him to go off like this moving forward as well too. Um, But my thing is, and what I alluded to a little earlier, even in the last episode, is with all these players out, they're going to build up D'Angelo Russell's stock and then they're going to trade him. My thing is, why can't he stay? I mean,
1: I. I mean, he could stay. He he, he, he definitely could he's stay. He's a little bit more ball dominant than the regular per, perennials. I mean, like, of course, you get s- a lot of touches. He doesn't dribble as much, other than like when he's doing the super point guard role thing. The mm-hmm. play doesn't take too many dribbles. So, I, I mean, he's not. A ball stopping anyway. He, he flows with the offense. He's one of those players that like is going to get his ISO. Is going to score maybe off a screen and roll and stuff like that. But why? Unless it's really going to change just the whole face of your team as far as just like how you guys run the offense. Why can't he stay? I don't I mean, know.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, the the thing is, it's 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 pretty interesting because you got one standpoint. It's like oh, the Warriors don't have the depth that they had last year, so maybe if Delfth. they already have their big three, they can get some role players out of them as well, too. Mm-hmm. Or, like we said, the Warriors in the past have drafted pretty good and developed their players pretty good, so it is a blessing in disguise that their big three is out right now, and they can develop this young core, so by the time they're, they are exposed for a full season, everyone comes back, then you can see what what it, how it looks yeah. with their four All-Stars as well, too. Yeah. So... Uh, me personally, depending on how they want to manage Steph Curry, um, and depending on if Clay comes back, I would probably, I probably keep him. I just want to see what that dynamic look like looks like with Draymond. Um Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and are Russell together. Dog, because at the end of the day, he's, hey, at the end of the day, he is building up his, his trade value right now. Um, uh, so you don't necessarily have to trade him now. You can end up trading him in offseason. But let's see what it works out with. You know, hopefully Klay Thompson can come back and play ten to twelve games. Hopefully Steph Curry can come back, you know, by like late December, early January, something like that, and we can see how they gel together. Yeah. But um, that's my two cents on that. Anything else you want to add don't to it? I do D'Angelo
1: Russell's 23 years old, bro. He's not losing the stuff. He's only getting better. So, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you, you have to see what's on the market. Mm-hmm. If you could get like a Giannis or something like that for a bet, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's huge. <laughs> but also, if you can't find anything that's going to drastically shift your organization or that like you're not going to get a good three or four role players that's going to put you guys over the top back to where you guys were, mm-hmm. um, I just... I think Dion, DeAngelo D'Angelo Russell, you talking about building in the draft too. I think he's great because I mean, granted you have a few seasons that you're down, say say it's a five year plan. You have one or two seasons that you're down. Mm-hmm. Uh and this this sounds like blasphemy, but I mean, granted you have a, a clay that might want to go prove himself somewhere else. Or nah, he's, inked yeah, years, he's, he's inked there for five years. He's he's inked there for five years. So so, so 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 other than DeAngelo Russell. So the only thing that, that that would put me off of it would be his deal, because eventually, you know, on, from the start of it, initially it was, are right, we going to bring him in for a year, let him play, let him hoop, and then you know we'll trade him for some better stuff. So mm-hmm. that that probably is the plan already. But he's a good young star; he's going to flourish somewhere. And from his playing style, I don't see why it couldn't be the, the Warriors. Yeah. But I feel like maybe he'll go back east somewhere. And I mean, he said he always wanted to play with Cat. So mm-hmm. that'll be lit, or
0: that'll be dope. Um, if he played with Devin Booker because they're Booker. boys as well, too. That he'll be a
1: tough point guard with them. Yeah, that'll actually be sick. So we'll see. What it we'll definitely oh. see with that. Booker, Booker, though, I don't think he's going to the Suns. I think the Suns are gonna get too hot this year. I think he'll maybe more end up going towards Cat. Cat might need it yeah. after that chokehold. It <laughs> Ben Simmons at him, You're man. Sick, of. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So st- staying with the Warriors just for one more minute. Um, shout out to Eric Pascal. A lot of you guys do not know, my parents are both from Liberia and West Africa, and Eric Pascal is one of the only, I think the only, uh, Liberian player in the NBA. He plays for the Warriors, and obviously, um, for you guys that don't know, last week uh, he went for, um, he played against the Warriors, I mean, against he the players stupid. and went for 34-13, and 13, so
1: kinda I stupid. think he got
0: drafted in the second round, um, so they definitely found a diamond in the rough. But They're very good at that. Um, uh, like I said, it's a blessing in disguise that these star players are out because it gets you—you you have a chance for these players to develop at a at a faster rate than possible because they weren't going to get that many minutes anyway. So, I um, just want to give them a shout out to that. And um, anything you want to say on his game or anything like that?
1: It was just tough. He came out of nowhere. I wasn't even following him too much, so he's definitely on my radar now. So, hopefully, we get to talk about him a little bit more, a lot more, as the season goes on. So, we'll see what happens. And that. I don't know. We could talking about the Warriors could be out of the playoffs. We I don't know. We don't know. West is tough, but they, they would just have to
0: beat up on the East. On God. Yeah. On God. Another shot I want to give to is my guy, the logo, Damian Lillard. Um literally went for sixty points against the Nets, but ended up losing um as well too. He just he just solidified I think he took this personal. A lot of people took this personal because now there's now there's been a debate. There was a debate going into the season: who's better, or who would you rather have to build around your team, Kyrie mm-hmm. or um, or Dame? Dame actually gave him the business, you know. What I'm saying he did obviously give the Kyrie business. still gave him like thirty four, and they got the win. But sixty um, to Sixty pieces, sixty pieces, is pretty insane. Um, the only thing I really want to touch on with that is. You know, with C.J. McCollum struggling right now, okay. I think I have his stats pulled up right now. Obviously, they got the injury bug with them as well, too. But this season, C.J. McCollum's averaging uh, – I think it went up because he had a 23-point game the other night. But he's averaging 19.8 points, um, four rebounds, three assists, and shooting 39% from the field itself. And then if you look at last season, um, he averaged 21 points – um, and then he shot 50% from the field as well too. Well, actually not 50% from the field. Um, he shot 46% from the field um, and actually averaged more assists and more rebounds as well too. Uh, do you Scary. think it's just a case of a shooter slump like a James Harden started off pretty cold first couple games and he has to get back into it just because Portland only goes as far as Dame and CJ take them together. Yeah. They both have to be in sync. They both have to be in tandem. And right now... I think they're 10th in the Western Conference. So obviously, it's early, uh, but are you, are you concerned right now that they're
1: 4-6 and six right now? No, I'm not concerned. CJ's in a little slump. I mean, it speaks to what it would look like if Damian had to kind of do everything by himself in a way, and we still know he can go crazy with that and still lead a team with that. But CJ, when he's firing on cylinders, can really make them a top seed in the West easily just because the West is that tight. but... I'm not really worried. I mean, people go through slumps. I think the way CJ has to get it out of the mud, you know, he's always accustomed to working. It's just when those shots fall and when they don't fall. So right now, it's a little thing where, they won't, where they're won't, they not falling, but believe me, it's going to come to a time again where it's boom, and it's like, damn, like, we were sleeping on these guys? Nah, bro. They, they're proven. CJ's going to be fine. He hasn't taken a step back. He's just in a little rut. We'll be fine. Okay. Cool. Uh, like I said, Injury bugs been hitting them. <clears throat> Rodney
0: Hood's day-to-day with the back. Son Whiteside day-to-day as well, too. Lingering right foot sprain. Uh, Pau Gasol, who I didn't even know they had. I saw him on a bench in street clothes, even right there on the screen. <laughs> I was yeah, like, what? what? Um, <laughs> He's not going to play as well, too. His foot, um, Zach Collins is out. I think he said Collins underwent surgery on his left labrum and will be reevaluated in four months. And then, obviously, uh, Nurkic is out still nursing. Um, I think his foot injury as well, too. So, obviously, a lot of integral, a lot of important pieces on their squad as well, too. So, it's going to make sense for them to struggle. I don't really know what their schedule is looking like moving forward. But, like you said, they're proven. They've been in the playoffs every single year since Dame's been there. Got to the conference finals last year as well too. What they have, and like you said, CJ should get that slump, and they should move forward yeah. regardless of you know what they have or don't have as well too. Dame's but different though. i kind of it would be kind of dope if they made a little changeup because I feel like the way they're constructed now, they're I don't think they can get over they can beat the Lakers or the Clippers, no. even like the Nuggets. So you want um, to get rid of CJ? See, I would love to keep those guys in the backcourt. And if they can find a way to add, let's say, Kevin Love, um, Interesting. that would be kind of dope. Or even the player like, um, what's that forward from the Thunder Gallinari? I feel like they're missing that 3-8 like type a, of player. Stretch. Um, I think I think Gallinari would be a better fit, actually, yeah. Um, if you can get Nurkish back as well, too. Yeah, that's that's
1: all I gotta say about that as well too. I want the Warriors to get one in my lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in in my basketball watching prime, why in that to say like when Damian Lillard is mm-hmm. still hoping like because he's been loyal, he's a no guy. It'd be like Damian Lillard getting the championship would be like AI getting the championship. You know what I'm saying? He's like from from a from that's a how I, That's team. how I feel with Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? From a reincarnated. Yeah. Okay, so. Nah, just Dame's filthy dog, so that would be tough, and the way he carries teams, when he carries them, at the same time, you live hard, you die hard, too, so, like, we've seen them get exited, but we know it was no sweat off Damian Lillard's back, because he does everything for his team, so, right. hey. Dame
0: time always, baby.
1: Yeah. And, you, and you murdered Shaq, too, in that <laughs> rap battle. <laughs> Got you,
0: boy. Um, next thing I want to talk about is uh, Ben Simmons' shoulder injury, so... Um. Apparently, when they played against Utah and lost that game, he suffered a great one AC joint sprain in his right shoulder. Um, so he's going to be reevaluated. I think he actually got reevaluated today. I don't really hear. I didn't really hear about any major updates, but um, I think he's going to set to. Uh, I think he's going to be set to miss the next like three to four games itself. Obviously, they just signed him to a max contract extension, and he's an integral part of that team. You could argue he's the best or second best player, whatever, whichever angle you want to take it as well, too. Um, but are you concerned about this injury? Um, no one has the shoulder as well, too. Do you think that the 76ers should be able to keep afloat? You know, they have DeBias Harris, Joel Embiid. Um, you know, and Al Horford, those vets there as well, too. But do you think um, they're going to be missing his playmaking ability, his overall length um, on the defensive end um, as well, too?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to uh, impede their progress. I don't think they're going to be dead in the water by any means. Um, but from a shoulder injury, this nigga don't shoot anyway. <laughs> I mean, this miss- don't shoot anyway, dog. <laughs> so why am I concerned about his shoulder? Like... <laughs> In grade one, he doesn't shoot. Like, okay. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'll, okay. If yeah, girl I read you with the, okay. And then you have to, like, scramble, like, to get your text and your DM game right again. It's like, well, um, it's like, okay. You don't shoot, you don't shoot anyway, dog. Like, I mean, hopefully, it's not going to hurt. They're in the East. They can win games. If it was the West... It might hurt a little bit. It might put them into, like, as far as the season goes, he misses, what, like 10 games, maybe. And at the end, those some games that he missed might hurt, hurt them in the West. But it's the East, bro. You might get some cupcake teams here or there. You know what I'm saying? Cupcake teams. I mean, I'm not going to say cupcake am t- I'm, I'm just saying teams that just don't... Out of the best 16 teams, I feel like 10 of them up because they're in the West. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So... Keep it a stack. <laughs> That's what we
0: said. Like, you said last week, let's just take away the East and West. Top 16. Let's get it. Oh, oh God. But anyways, like, another <laughs> thing I want to talk about, too, is like, bruh. And I was I was with you guys Friday night at Manny's crib. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I if I'm not watching a Philly game live, I don't purposefully do not check the box score so I can go to the full game highlights of Ben Simmons <laughs> and see if he's going jump shot. He hasn't shot a, sh- a jump shot yet, bruh. Nothing. Like, fools go. We got so hype a couple weeks ago talking about the three he hit, and, then, and social media went crazy. I'm like, all right, he's starting to get his confidence back. But, like, if the Sixers want to
1: take it to the next level, he
0: has to... He hey, has to
1: shoot. Hey, ladies, Ben Simmons, the the dude that's like, yo, like, tells you everything's good. It's a good game. And then <laughs> once, it hits, once the rubber meets the road, then it's like, you said you were different. You said you weren't like that. I said, I'm like, everybody else, Boot. He's He thought was different, but it's just not different at all. He's the same guy. I'm going to change. I'm going to change. What's the Lauren Hill song? Well, well, just, um, and now you crazy. The uh, X Factor, crying to me, crying to me. He said, uh, uh, to me, to me. Where were you when I needed you? He said, You always, she said, You always uh hurt yourself to make me stay, but this is crazy, oh baby. Shout out Lauren Hill, you heard me. But ain't nothing changed, dog. Why am I concerned about a shoulder injury? Granted, get better, make your money, my guy. But Yeah.
0: Philly gonna be fine. Ben Simmons, um, you're gonna be fine as well too. Joel Just, and B gonna hit more threes than this year than him. And and Albert. On God. On everybody, bro. It's a, it's even, episode. Aaron Bain's probably gonna hit more threes than him. he probably already hit it more threes. Than <laughs> oh, he's doing that jump from three. Hey coach. Um Toronto Raptors point guard Kyle Lowry has been diagnosed with a fracture of the distal phalanx of his left thumb, and we will be reevaluated in two weeks. That sounds like a announced. Kyle Lowry injury. Yeah, I think that's the same exact thumb he hurt in the playoffs last year as well, Sheesh. too, because he was playing through pain as well. So, like I said, two weeks um, as well, too, and it was kind of blown because tonight he's supposed to be going up against Kawhi. Um, the Raptors are supposed to be going up against uh, Kawhi and the Clippers as well, too. Um, I'm not really concerned as well, Um. Championship team, like I said before, Kawhi even got there. They were a top one, two seed every single year. Um, I said they have you know Nick Nurse, Pascal Siakam has emerged as um, a top tier star in the East and in the, in the NBA overall as well too. And they have that they have that system intact. They got depth, so he's gonna be missed. But there's a reason why Fred VanVleet's on that team as well Fred too. That a beast. boy gets buckets, so they'll be fine. Last thing I want to talk about is Gordon Hayward. Man, this guy cannot catch a break. Sucks, um, so basically, Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward is going to be out. They just they just updated. This, is going to be out for six weeks following um, successful surgery to repair a broken fourth metacarpal bone in his left hand. Um, so basically, um, Sounds when like a Lowry injury, the Spurs. Uh, I think he kind of ran into LaMarcus Aldridge and the rest is history from then and there, too. Um, It kind of sucked because, like I said, last year he was just going through so much, you know, or the season before going through so much with um, breaking his foot on opening night, trying to catch an alley from Kyrie Irving, which was a terrible alley, by the way, Um, and then sitting out the whole season, seeing the team have the success that, you know, that you were supposed to be a part of, and then you come back, Obviously, with a major injury like that, it kind of takes another year to get back um, into the gist of things. But he finally started to get back this year. Um, I did not – I mean, in the back of my head, I always thought he was going to get back to normal. But I think, like, the first maybe two games, I didn't really – I won't really pay attention to Boston like that as well, too. But this year, averaging 19, seven rebounds, four assists, shot 55% from – um, the field, and then also he shot forty three percent from three. So he was looking like Gordon Hayward oh, of old, looking like an All Star caliber player as well too. And you got that combined with Kemba, um, and you got that combined with Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown. You literally got a free All Star um, because yeah. no one no one thought he was gonna you know play up to this level. People seem to have forgotten as well too. Um, but I think it's a major blow to the Celtics because I think they only lost one game right now, I believe. Jordan um, Hayward Gordon Hayward
1: to the Blazers? Uh, that would be
0: tough. But, uh, yeah, major major blow for the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? You got an all-star. in um, this year, I, I really realized, like, he's a great playmaker. Tough. Um, and he, he kind of gives you that balance, and he allows Kemba Walker to play more off-ball, especially Marcus Morris as well, too. And then you got Tatum um, and Brown, who can show that essentially the opportunities to slash to the basket. Um, And he can, like I said, make plays for him as well, too. But he seemed like he had that role where he was becoming a closer um, and he just had his confidence. And it just sucks that, um, you know, he has to go through another set of trials and tribulations. But I think he'll be fine um, moving forward. So good thing is it's only six weeks. Um, but, you know, what are your thoughts on the injury? Do you think that's going to be something um, that's going to be a concern uh, for the Celtics as far as like how seasons go? Because that's six weeks um, and they're kind of top heavy right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's the reason why they paid Jalen Brown the money they paid him. Nice. So I expect to see him step up and Jason Tatum step up as well too. But what are your thoughts on the injury?
1: He's playing really well. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt them as bad as it could other teams and again, it's the East. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like really shit on the East today, but it's just uh, how life is right now. You know what I'm saying? People get on your when you're down, get up. You're hurt. Um, but nah, Gordon Hayward is playing phenomenally uh, out, off of all the adversity that he's been through. Efficient, big guard. can sh- shoot that thing because a really good playmaker. Um, from the Celtic standpoint, from their flow, it might hurt them a little bit, but they have the firepower. They. Um, they got Kim before Reason and Jalen Brown, Justin Tatum, mm-hmm. uh, and then the role plays pieces as well. So uh, I think Gordon Hayward being out, minor setback for hopefully a major comeback because he was playing so well. And hopefully, with it, he can still work out a little bit here and there. Uh, he'll be conditioned. It just will be like a little bit of rehab here and there on his hand, kind of really taking care of it. And hopefully, he doesn't re injure it anytime soon. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. So. Because, like, the way they were playing, especially Gordon Hayward, I was like, yo, I'm like.
0: I I can see them, if he plays like this, mixed with everyone else who we just mentioned, with Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown, and then uh, Kemba Walker, they could potentially get to the finals. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So still early. Like I said, like you said, they're in the East, um, and they should have enough uh, you know, players to um, keep them above float. Like I said, they're already in a good spot, only lost one game, so we'll see how things go from there. Um, any last things you want to say before we wrap this episode up?
1: Um, Any last things? Dang, that, yeah. that flew by. That quick, sheesh, man. sheesh. Very quick. And we talked about season trade one day. You switched it up on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see. Yo, if you're going to buy people tickets, all right, if you're going to buy people oh, tickets...
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what I want to talk about. If you're a millionaire,
1: about. are you going to buy people yeah, tickets? Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. So let me go to huh? the DM that I sent you today. Actually, about, that, that actually my... made me mad. That actually made me very mad. Okay. So obviously, I was following the Toronto Raptors a lot last year because of Kawhi, um, but there's a super fan. Um, his name is... I don't even know his name. What's his name? Oh, Nav Badia. Um, he's, a, he's a super fan for the Toronto Raptors. I think he was on the Inside the Green World podcast. If you guys don't know, that's Danny Green's podcast. Very, very fire. Um, sponsored by Yahoo Sports. Shout out to you guys. Anyways, there was uh, some guy named Muhammad Lila, a verified account, um, basically said, the best NBA story just happened and nobody even knew. Last playoffs, a Milwaukee fan posted a racist tweet at Toronto Raptors super fan Nav Badia. This week, Nav flew there bought him dinner, and got his whole family tickets. The fan now says they're friends for life. This made me mad. Like I literally text Trey, I mean, message Trey right after. I was like, you mean to tell me this guy is probably loaded with bread? You could do anything, and you decide to do this? Like, are you trying to... Are you trying to gain some acceptance from someone that, that doesn't like you, someone that's clearly racist towards you? I don't get it. And my thing to trail, I was like, yo, if you got that bread, if you're willing to fly there, get this guy dinner and then him in and his some tickets as well, too. For knowing, being a racist. Knowing where you sit at at Toronto on the floor seats, you probably spend bread on that too. So I was like, yo, why can't you like go to Toronto to an inner city? Um, area and you know get some kids to go to a basketball game, like take take them on a field trip to a basketball game or do something else. Maybe he does things that go unnoticed, but I don't know, man. That kind of just
1: rubbed me the wrong way. So I just want to talk about that. But what do you what are your thoughts on that, man? Oh, bro, y'all stop feeding into these people's like their ignorance, man. Like on on God, the bro, like that's there's no reason, bro. Let them be ignorant to themselves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Treat the people who don't have it, who, you know, deserve better. Treat them. Give them opportunity to something different. And then we can work. We can have create a discussion with these people. We can show them kindness. But that, for somebody who's being a big... Like, you just so much better stuff to spend your money on. And I, I don't know. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not. I couldn't I could I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But, but what I'm saying is... Why why not a kid that might never get that experience in his life? Why are you treating somebody that was blatantly disrespectful and rude to you when there's so many kids out here that could? And to me, it kind of speaks volumes to you and what you think about. You know what I'm saying? Like, all respect to the man, but, hey, there's people out here that need that opportunity and should have that opportunity that might never have it. So let's look at them before we look at somebody across the aisle being a bigot. You heard me, um, but other than that, as far as this episode wraps up, bro, um, super excited to be here. Great things to talk about. If you get on a plane, do not take an edible. That's not good. <laughs> everybody stay in school, bro. Everybody drink some water because it's a long. Off, stay off the weed. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Mike checks the whole fam, Manny G, everybody. Um, for this weekend, bro, it was tough. I'm like, 20, 20, 20, 20. <laughs> But nah, it was it was really good, bro. Life's just getting started, man. You already know what's going on. Trey Day all day. Trey Seven day Cinco all day. Love it, love
0: it, love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 65 of the Caesar show. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We will be back next week. Subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It's Trey, Trey Day XXIV. Surf Caesars at Surf Caesars, the Caesar Show. Get hit.
1: Peace.